What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd once again for a podcast Sunday. Ooh, wee. Ooh, wee. I'm, I'm happy right now. I'm happy. But that music, that music, that funky, that funky intro, <laughs> that funky intro. So let's go ahead. Let's end the funky intro. What's happening, everybody? Once again, it's Sunday, 6 p.m. I don't have the, you know, uh, adult beverage. But I do have my hot tea since I haven't been feeling good over the past few weeks. I'm at 99.98% right now. Let's, 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 let's just put it there. Almost perfect. Almost perfect. But I am getting better. Um, you know what today's episode is. I got to go to the movies. Superhero movies have come out. I got flashing lights and all sorts of stuff because we're celebrating the $90 million opening weekend of Venom. Let there be carnage. Now, here's the deal. We're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to that. All right. And we're going to get back and talk about venom let there be carnage that that's that that's obviously today's opinion piece and i'm gonna go to my old school my old school version spoiler free to a point to a point because i know a lot of people don't break their neck on the opening weekend to get the stuff but before we even get started what's happening everybody thank you to the channel members ronald lomar thanks for showing up and let's get into the shameless plug What's up, everybody? It's shameless plug time. So thanks for checking out the podcast, Going Full Nerd. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe everywhere possible. So look for Going Full Nerd on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, goingfullnerd.com, and my Twitter handle, ONYXXX1969. You can also listen to the audio version on its home, anchor.fm, but also on Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast listening pleasure. Hey guys, let's get on with the show. Okay, so getting on with the show, 
getting on. Hopefully, I'm not too loud on you guys. Let me let me adjust my mic. Let me adjust my mic, okay? Because I, you know, I got I got a few things to say about Venom. I got a few things. Now, here's the deal. I made three videos about Venom, the first movie, back in 2018. Okay, I I, I really did that, and you know when the first video Venom movie came out and. You know, we saw the trailers back in 2018. We saw those. And I was like, this movie's going to be trash, garbage. They showed it. I was feeling some kind of way because Spider-Man was not part of the Venom universe. And they would they had a Venom origin story without Spider-Man. The 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 trailer came out with no with with pre-production CGI. And I was like, this is gonna be trash garbage ah, go back watch some of those videos check it out you can do a search on the channel and you'll see it then the actual movie came out i did one of my spoiler free reviews at the time and i'm going i'm going to tell you i'm i'm going to tell you i had ate my words because the first venom movie i you know I, I had an issue about Venom without Spider-Man. I really did. And I was like, how are you going to have Venom without Spider-Man? Uh, okay. But here goes my thing. Mm. I started sitting back thinking and watched that movie. And I actually gave it a decent review. I think I gave it a 3.8, um, close to a 4 for the first Venom movie. Why? Because it had a nice little bit of comedy. It was gory, but not too gory. PG-13 rating. The story was okay. It was, you know, it was mellow. And I, I was like, okay, don't do the matinee. Don't do IMAX and all that. Well, it's pandemic time. You get what you can get and you see what you can see when you can see it. So the one thing I hated about the original Venom movie was the end credit. I, I hated the end credit of the first Venom movie. Why? Because they had Woody Harrelson teasing Carnage. And I was cool, like, oh yeah, if you got Venom, you're gonna have Carnage. That's 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 right there. That's that's on point. I'm like, yeah, bet we're gonna get there, right? Hmm. Now, here's the key. Here's the key. They had Woody Harrelson in this crazy ass orange wig y'all remember that I, I really hope y'all remember that when the end credits from the original venom he had this funky orange wig and talking about and it's gonna be carnage i mean they pay woody harrelson a a, a shit ton of money <laughs> I, I you know what i i really got to get through a podcast without cussing i i really do one of these days. <laughs> but they paid him a crap ton of money to do that and thing entities for a second Venom movie because Sony at the time was still negotiating funky rights with Spider-Man with Marvel Studios. And, you know, they, they were money, 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 money. I want more money. You need money. You want to get more money. We want to. It was all a money issue. So with all that ironed out, let's fast forward. It is now 2021. We've had character growth and development with Spider-Man. And now we've got some 
character growth and development with Venom. Let's talk about what I did not like about Venom. What I actually didn't like about Venom is I appreciate Marvel Studios. Notice I am saying Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios produced films. They follow a formula. Everybody calls it the Marvel formula, but it is basic storytelling. And the basic storytelling adds a little bit of humor, a little bit of, you know, action, a little bit of goofiness, a little bit of seriousness, a little bit of backstory, and it moves forward. Some people really get on, they get on Marvel because of the humor. Because sometimes the humor may or may not be out of place for some individuals. Some people want it more serious. Some people more like it more lighthearted. But in Venom, it felt like a bunch of dad jokes in certain instances. You know, and the interaction between Venom and actually Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock, it was more like, I, I mean, I saw, I saw arguments between Venom and Eddie that felt like me and my wife goofing around. <laughs> okay. You know, just, just, you know, but then, you know, the, the, when you're mad at your significant other and you don't want to talk and you give him the cold shoulder, well, I'm going to go do what I want. Mm-mm-mm. That's how that felt. And so I'm like, okay. so. I went to the movies today and I saw Venom today. So it's still fresh in my mind. It's still fresh. So the humor was a little too much. We were cool with it, but it was just a little too much. We needed a little less humor. All right. Which was cool. We deal with it. Now let's get to the story. One thing that carried over from the first movie that um, carried into this movie that I see a lot of in any of the Marvel films is the character fights a version of themselves. We've had that in the Marvel Studios productions. We've had that in, in pretty much some of the net Marvel television series. You think about it. And it's like, okay, in Iron Man 1, he fought Iron Monger, right? Okay, that's cool. In Ant-Man, he fought Yellow Jacket. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thor fought Loki. Captain America fought Red Skull. Okay. You know, so some of that seemed a little bit redundant. Some of that seemed, you know, you even remember the Netflix series, you had Luke Cage fighting his brother. And I think, you know, so it's kind of mm, something, it's a trend. You know, Hulk fought Abomination. Okay. Yeah. You know. It's okay. Venom needed something, needed a, he needed something else other than a symbiote, in my humble opinion, to fight. Even though Carnage is the natural evolution. Carnage is one of those characters, you know, and, you know, Carnage is one of those characters is basically a Venom with no moral compass, you know, and Some of the things that I kind of noticed about Carnage that differed from the comics, that differed from some of the previous versions, which, you know, I still find it very, very difficult. 
okay, very difficult to portray carnage in a live action that would not be rated R. Okay, honestly. You know, we had issues with carnage in the Spider-Man cartoons because in the comic books, you can write him as a psychopath. As a psychopath. I mean, it is what it is. Okay, I'm cool with that. But, you know, and yeah, there were some gory moments with the obvious PG-13 cuts. So you didn't have it over the top, which is cool. Implied, we could deal with that. Andy Serkis, you know, you know him. He played, uh, what is it? He was in the Planet of the Apes as as the monkey, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, you know, he played Claw inside Black Panther. You know, he did a lot of those things. He was the director of this, so he's good for a lot of that stuff. But let's 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 dig into this. Let's dig into Venom. Let there be carnage. I understand the dynamic between Eddie Brock and a reporter and Woody Harrelson as Cletus, Cletus Cassidy and that. And I was cool with that. It was cool. Serial killer, reporter, you know, some. Ooh, that charging battery. Whoa, that was not good, folks. Uh, my mic cut out on me. I guess I didn't charge the batteries up enough on that one. I, I should have used that, right? So here's the thing. I understand the dynamic between Eddie Brock and Cletus Classity. I mean, that's, you know, your typical, hey, I'm a serial killer dynamic. They do it in a lot of movies. I, I latch on to this reporter to tell my stuff. And I, I'm cool with that. But the transmission of the symbiote to um, Cletus was strange to me on how that happened, you know? And, you know, so that basically puts a thing on, you know, Eddie Brock, you know, he could never bleed because if somebody ingests his blood or gets a taste or something, then that means they're going to get a symbiote. That, didn't make sense to me, you know, from the original comic book, um, from the original comic book reasoning, which the original comic book reasoning was Venom basically was pregnant. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I mean, I'm just saying that's, you know, that's how that went. So let's move on. Let's move on to that. that those are the things that kind of perplexed me about Venom. Now, there are things that I felt was good. Once we got past the uh, meaningless humor in certain instances, the action scenes were good. They were what I expected from a PG-13 Venom movie. I would love to have an R-rated cut on DVD or Blu-ray. I went with my wife and my niece. I looked over at my wife she was like this the whole movie, even though they didn't show anything. She was like, oh, my gosh. I can't I can't see. Is he biting the head? You know, it was like, OK, I'm good. It's cool. It's cool. But anyway, good things about the movie really, to me, did not come until the very end. And OK, can't hold on to this. It came in the 
mid-credit scene. Now, there is a mid-credit scene, and it was great. It was very wonderful. And I don't know if I should spoil it, but what I will say is it connected to an existing Spider-Man movie, which is Spider-Man Far From Home. So I want you to go and understand that this movie connected with Spider-Man Far From Home's end credit scene. I'm going to leave it at that until everybody else gets to see the movie. So what does your boy give this movie overall? And what do I say about it? I mean, it made $90 million. People wanted to see it. People love their superheroes. It is what it is. Mm. So let's go and talk about humor, a little over the top. Mm. The Cletus Cassidy backstory was very sporadic indeed. The secondary villain, Shriek, okay, they really deviated from the, um, for what I like to call the uh, comic book version, though the powers were pretty much um, on spot, but in the comic books, Shriek was a symbiote. Now, here's my line. Here's my line. Where does this movie go from here? Because, you know, the great things I saw, fight scenes, the connection to the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe, okay? And we'll see how that actually plays out. But the relationship between Eddie Brock and Spider-Man, that's going to be key because I want to know how they're going to introduce Eddie Brock into the MCU if that happens. Now, pacing two and two together, I am sure that this Christmas when Spider-Man No Way Home comes out, it will have something to do with this. Okay, that is understandable. That is, you know, we're, we've been getting teasers on the internet from Sony and from Marvel Studios, and I can see why they didn't want to release the um, the Spider-Man no Way Home trailer as soon as they could. They had to wait until it was this close to Venom for people to get even more excited for Christmas. And that's cool. I get it. I, it's marketing. It's being able to put things out in a certain sequential order so that you can keep your audience moving along. That is Marvel's formula. That is something. Tease this, tease this, put this throwaway moment here, and then you catch on to it later once it's all done. Great storytelling. But as I still say, Venom, let there be carnage, could have been done better. Now, some people may say the sequel is better than the first. I will tell you, I am going to put them on equal par. So what does going full nerd give Venom, let there be carnage? Well, I'm going to deduct points for some of the humor. I'm going to add points for having Woody Harrelson lose that ridiculous ass wig he had in the end credit scene from the other one. But then the relationship moving forward with Eddie and Venom cleaned itself up. Some of the comedic moments rose it up. It was good. Some of them, meh. Special effects still on point. They did a good job at that. And then the after credit scene put it over the top. So where the original Venom got a 3.8, 
close to a four on the going full nerd scale, I am going to put Venom, Let There Be Carnage at a 3.8, 3.9. It will not reach four. I will tell you that for a fact. It is not a solid four. It is barely hitting 3.9. What does that mean? It is a good movie. It is decent to watch. You're going to get good chuckles. You're going to enjoy your time. You're not going to be bored at any part of the movie. At Not at one time during the movie, I was disappointed. Not at any time during the movie, I was like, oh God, why am I in here? You know, why did I pay for these tickets? I am, that is, that is not any type of, there was none of that. But I can't say if there's an IMAX showing, if there's a big screen showing where there's extra money to be paid, or if you're still uncomfortable with COVID restrictions and don't want to go into the theater because you haven't been vaccinated, can't wear a mask for a long time, and, you know, still feel oogie, I say, wait until it hits home, then you go ahead and get it. Make sure you got a big group of people if you're paying for pay-per-view. That's just me. Bottom line, simple. Am I going to tear it up? Nah, nah. It wasn't as bad as the trailer from the first Venom movie, but it's a solid 3.8, 3.9. Not a four, not a four, excuse me. I enjoyed the first Venom movie slightly better than this one. So that's just your boy. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you guys. Check it out, enjoy it. Stay for the after credits. The soundtrack is popping. I give it that. My wife heard a couple of songs. I heard a couple of songs. It was the soundtrack is kind of popping. I, I I like the music, you know. And I and I have to agree on that one. They got a couple of songs on there. I gotta look it up, see who did them, you know, so I could jam them in the house. Can't play them on this because you know they'll hit me with a copyright strike and things like that. But it is what it is, and that's pretty much it. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Other little things, I can't wait until Wednesday to see What If. I cannot wait to see the season ender of What If because the last couple of episodes, I really want to talk with you guys. We may have to do a specialty live show during the week after. We may have to do a specialty show Wednesday night. I'm just saying. It is that crucial. That is crucial. Okay, what the heck is going on? Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. That 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 what if is going to be banging. Now we're we're going to have a drought for a little bit. We got a couple of good things getting ready to come and hit some of the streaming services. Lock and Key is coming back to Netflix. Umbrella Academy is coming back to Netflix. There's still a few things I got to check out. I'm still working on Doom Patrol. So we're going to get to talk about Doom Patrol. We still got to talk about Titans. I know Fully Geeking Out and Omar, they've been having their sidebars on Twitter about Titans. I got to catch up. So we got a lot of stuff to watch, a lot of superhero, a lot of sci-fi. We got Dune coming out. I know the original Dune I fell asleep on. It was so long, so I can't wait to see what this one looks like with Zendaya and, and Jason Momoa and Batista. I can't wait to see those things. So we're going to do that. We're going to, like I say, we're going to discuss the latest what if. This is going to be a live show after the season finale this Wednesday. I don't I don't think I'm going to wait till next Sunday to do the what if re the what if shutdown, you know, and the thing we're going to have to do this during the week in the evening. 
and you want me to open the phone lines, I will open the phone lines when we do the what if finale. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise that I will do. Do I even still got the phone line effect? Let me see. Make sure I got it. Okay. Scene control. Oh, shoot. Let me see. What did I do? Um, oh man, do I still got it? Okay. Yeah. I still got the phone line. I still got, I still got it. I'm still good. We're going to get the phone lines, but we're going to get, we're going to, we're going to do that for a complete what if episode. All right. What if episode? I'm going to try to do it Wednesday evening. I really do. We're going to try to do a what if Wednesday. That sounds good. We're going to try it. We're going to try it. It may be a little late. It's not going to be six o'clock. Maybe a little later than six o'clock. Okay. Because, you know, the way my work works, got to relax a little bit. May do like an eight o'clock, 9 p.m. Eastern. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We're going to have, we got to do it. We got to, I got to do it. I got to do it. But, you know, Venom, we there. We there. We, you know, hey, check it out. It's, it's something to do. It's, I, I need these movie theaters to open back up. I need people to go out, get tested, wear masks. If you feel comfortable, get your vaccine. If you don't, wear your mask. That's all I ask. You know, let's get back to normal. <laughs> mm. Or something close to it. That's, that's my little opinion piece. But anyway, let's hit the funky outro music. Let's put our hands together, my New York Giants, and add it extra. The New York Jets won their football games today, so I got to check my football picks, which nobody seems to watch. I'm getting a little upset with that. Y'all got to put some bets in. Powerball is like $670 million. I'm getting ready to play my Powerball for Monday. So uh, uh, we'll have an early What If Wednesday if I hit the Powerball. Don't get it twisted. I'm going to be straight up. We're going to be partying. I'm going to be in here. The lights are going to be going. We're going uh, to We might have to do a couple of other things. I get some, really get some special guests. Call Snoop Dogg or something. I'll be like, yo, give me Snoop Dogg's number. But anyway, as I always say, if you can't say something nice to somebody, don't say it. Send it to me on Twitter. Let me say it. I'll say it for you. And last but not least, peace, y'all. And I am out of here. We're going to get something. We're going to hit. We're going to still fly. I'm always fly. You guys are always fly. Y'all the greatest. Thanks. And y'all always put up with my technical difficulties. But I'm still fly. I'm still fly. I know. I shouldn't be singing. I really shouldn't. I'm still fly. I'm still fly. Let's go. Hey, it's been real, everybody. Hey, I, I don't know what else to say about Venom. It was a decent movie. It wasn't super. It wasn't spectacular, but it wasn't that bad. I kind of enjoyed it. It was cool. Do I think they could have did better? I really do. I really do. But let's try for Wednesday. Can't make promises, but we're going to try for Wednesday to finally talk about the last three episodes of What If. That's Party Thor, What If Ultron 1, and the final episode that comes out this Wednesday. So we're going to figure it out. Okay. See you guys Wednesday night. Phone lines will be open. I'm going to promise that right now. It's going to be that. 
And if you're just watching this, there should be, come Monday afternoon, there'll be a little subscribe button. Click it over here. In addition, be a channel member. Be like these guys scrolling across the bottom of the screen. Peace. I'm gone. Cause you proved to me yeah. That rising to the top was my destiny yeah. And you can see whatever from behind me But I'm still fly I'm still fly, I know I'm still fly I'm still fly, let's go It could all be worse I could be a hater like you It could oh. make the man But that poison's gonna kill you Just now, say it with your chest now.